You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. G'day everyone, welcome back to the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. I am your host, Lyle Swithenbank. This is a SportsEthos.com presentation. You can follow us on Twitter at Ethos Pelicans at Lyle Swithenbank. Uh, if you've got time, go onto your Apple device and give us a rate and review, hopefully a five star. If not, don't bother. Uh, and anywhere else that you listen to us yeah the rate and reviews help us grow and uh, if you can leave a comment as well we love that stuff it's uh it's great to read the comments and, and see how people are listening from all over the world and enjoying the show so um last episode was a little while ago uh if you haven't been following along on twitter i have been on vacation and vacation to the united states you know i've been talking about this for oh yonks now and uh, now sitting in New Orleans, in our uh, apartment that we've got on Barone Street and uh, lovely, uh, lovely little apartment that we've got, single better, but uh, very spacious, would recommend um, if you come into the town. And it's not um, not at all expensive. It was, I don't know, about $100 Australian a night. So anyway, that's a hot tip for where we're staying. But um, I digress. Lovely to be in New Orleans after... Gosh, a long time. 2017 was the last time I was here. Um, feels like a lifetime ago. A lot has changed to now be in New Orleans. Last night in the arena watching our Pelicans take on the Indiana Pacers. We're going to talk about that game today as well as a quick recap of the games that we've missed. Uh, the last week before we got here where we were actually in New York uh, was 
cold and miserable and um, the weather was woeful, but New York at Christmas time is just stunning. So, you know, had a wonderful week there. Wasn't really much time to get pods out. So that's why you got a bit of a hiatus. But uh, otherwise, we're back. We're getting into them. We'll get them flying as much as we can. Uh, I've got a bit of a setup here in in the apartment. So, you know, we'll get those episodes out as quickly as we can after the game as we like to do. So, like I said, we're going to have a chat about the Indiana Pacers game. Uh, my first game as the Pelicans podcaster, sitting in the arena, we were in uh, section 107 behind the basket, uh, got the, a different view than where I'd usually sit if I was in um, uh, in Perth, at the Perth arena, but I quite like behind the basket. You get a really close-up uh, view of the guys. I mean, we were in the eight rows back, so it was pretty awesome. We were spotted on the broadcast a couple of times, uh, which was pretty cool as well. And um, there's a highlight that's on uh, Twitter at the moment of Najee Marshall's awesome uh, pass that he made to Billy Hernan Gomez for a uh, and one. And um, yeah, we sort of peek in at the top corner. But anyway, uh, I'll put it on Twitter, but you can you can find that in your own time. So I've rattled on enough about the trip and how good it was. Uh, the paces. So. This was a bit of a danger game. The The Pelicans, before the game, we were told, has pretty much been decimated by COVID. Over the Christmas period, everyone decided to get together and get themselves a bit of the spicy cough. Uh, Zion was out. Uh, he was on his return. He's got his uh, COVID conditioning. You know, they take a bit of time to get your legs under you uh, after COVID. Trey Murphy was out. Dyson Daniels out. We had Herb Jones out. Brandon Ingram remained out. Larry Nance played. Um, so we were down, we were down to 10, uh, players and what it meant was that we had this next man up mentality and we know that the Pelicans have been good at that. The Pelicans committee, as we've coined it throughout the journey, uh, has always been good at, at stepping up in those key moments, but it was a game where you've got a hot shooting team in the Indiana Pacers who've been playing great in the, uh, in the Eastern conference. Tyrese Halliburton looks like an all-star this year. He's been great. Uh, and then a bunch of young guys uh, who have just chipped in throughout and they've, they've surprised a lot of teams. What it meant is that the Pacers really came in almost as favourites. And that's because, you've, you know, the people that aren't there. And that's on paper, of course. You know, we know our team and we know that they were going to have a crack. Uh, no, no, uh, no worries. It didn't matter who was out there. It's more the name on the front that matters, uh, as, we, as we've heard that saying uh, than, than who's not there. And honestly, I did not expect us to come out and run away 20-point victors, 113 to 93, the final score. And it was led by guys like Najee Marshall, Jackson Hayes, uh, Billy Hernan Gomez, Jonas Valanciunas, of course, was great, as well as uh, CJ McCollum, who's been really good the last couple of uh, uh, games, particularly in this winning streak that we're on at the moment, uh, a three-game winning streak um with the back-to-back against the Spurs and the OKC, and then uh, and then we start off the post-Christmas time um, with another victory, which, honestly, it was easy to say, all right, these guys aren't here, we're going to give it up. And instead, everyone else jumped in and said, no, we're going to win this game. And, you know, we came out and, and played our way. We defended the living daylights out of it. We rebounded, which has been something that, when we lose, we don't do very well. But when we do do it, we give ourselves a really good chance to win. Uh, very, um, 
very impressive to see how uh, we decimated that. And, you know, we run away with the 20-point win. So, go to the quarter by quarter. First quarter, honestly, we couldn't score the basket. It, it took a lot of time before we got ahead. Uh, and I think they jumped out by about 12 points at one uh, one point. I think it was 18 to, to 12. And then we just turned it on. It was like we flicked a switch. We put a couple of the bench guys in and... We were away, finishing that quarter 24-18 to 18, and actually, uh, yeah, holding them to 18 points in the whole quarter, which was great. Second quarter, 33-20. to 20. Now, no team in the first half shot very well, but luckily, we sort of shot better than they did, and that was done by crashing the offensive boards, getting second possessions, uh, making them turn the ball over, um, securing possessions, single possessions for us. You know, if they... Miss the shot, securing that rebound. All of those things were just really, really well done, and that translated to easy baskets at the other end. Effective um, driving and kicking and scoring in the paint. I thought we were really, really good at punishing him in the paint. Miles Turner got himself in foul trouble early on, and we took advantage of the smaller guys coming in. Uh, that quarter, we, we blew it wide open, 33-20, to 20, and... You know, we were in the driver's seat uh, for the rest of the game, 33 in the third quarter to 24. And in the last quarter, they scored 31 to 23, pulling it back to 20 points. You know, at one point, we were way ahead, uh, closer to 30 points. But we sort of pulled the pin and, um, you know, their young guys came in, hit a few shots, started getting a bit feisty, and um, we, uh, we secure the victory. What I liked is that, they started going on a little run. I think it got within uh, 18 or something. And, and so Willie Green said, oh, well, there might be three minutes left. Let's call a timeout and just get the guys to settle. We'll close this game off properly. And I think it is very easy to say, all right, well, you know, you're up by 20. And then they drag it back to 10 points. And then you've got to make a business decision as to do you get your starters back in, which uh, you never like to see. When you've got teams on the ropes like this, you don't want to let them finish a game strong take the momentum out of the game and I think Willie Green did a really good job in this one in managing the game uh, and anytime they started getting on on a run he just pulled the pin and said let's have a let's have a timeout let's reset and get some guys with some uh, different matchups in and, and different skill sets and I think that really changed what we were looking for um, and honestly it kept the, the paces on their toes which I think has been really really good um, adjustments and no doubt Willie Green's been working his tail off to um, to, to be able to check that and, uh, and make sure that we can continue to improve as a team despite the guys who aren't there. So, the key stats, uh, we shot 45% from the field, 90 possessions, 41 of them made shots, uh, and they had 83, shot 35 of 83, 42%. They were woeful from outside, 25%, 9 of 35 to our 12 of 40. And I'm liking the three-point attempts going up. This is without guys who, you know, play, uh, I suppose, more interior, uh, excluding Trey Murphy. But uh, for the most part, the rest of the guys would probably score more in the paint, Zion in particular. Uh, so it was good to see that those three-point attempts continue to trend upwards because that's what the modern NBA is. You have to be able to shoot threes. And I think when you take those shots and they, they fall, you know, that's what you want to see happen. And it makes 
everyone else's job so much easier when you've got guys like JV and, and Zion, paint-dominant guys. You need to have that outside scoring as well as the one-two punch, the, the kick-out, the good-to-great and the paint-to-great shots that Willie Green likes to preach. Uh, free throws, we had... Oh, it was pretty even. 24 to 20, 19 of 24. We did well, 79%. Uh, missed a couple, but again... You win the free throw battle. Assists. We had 30 assists. 30 assists on 41 made field goals. That is honestly exceptional. To think that the ball was moving, there was unselfishness, and that's what happens when your stars are out. Everyone just plays together. Everyone just plays to win. Uh, you know, there's no ulterior motive to try to get certain stats, and I don't think our stars really do that, but, um, you know, it really feels like people are putting each other in a position to succeed which I thought was uh, was exceptional again. Um, so, I mean, this is a happy pod. Of course it's a happy pod. Why wouldn't it be? Uh, we're in New Orleans. So, total rebounds, 54 to 36 in favour of us. Fast break points, 19 to 17. Um, and points off turnovers, 19 to 17. So, again, we, we were close in that. You don't want to turn the ball over, but if you do, will you make sure you exploit it? And um, and the both teams sort of did that. They cancelled each other out. We had, uh, or they had 13 turnovers in total, and we had 14. So, you know, we took care of the ball better than we had in, in previous games. And you really want to get those turnovers down. I think anything more than um, 10 to 12 is, is probably where you want to be at. Anything more is starting to get too many. When you start having 17, 18, 19, you know, that's just being sloppy with the basketball. So we'll keep those down and, and you continue to succeed. So what else did we like? Well, we'll go to the box score. Uh, for them, their leading scorer was Ben Matherin off the bench, the rookie, 15 points. Tyrese Halliburton had himself a stinker with 12 Miles Turner, 14, Naismith, 10, and Buddy Heald, 12. He got going a little bit, but we saw it was a bit, little bit too, too little too late. Now, for us, it was the Pelicans committee. We, everyone that played except Garrett Temple scored, which is what you love to see. Uh, Najee Marshall started, had 22 points, the knife, as uh, he is now known as Willie Green called him. Uh, 22.6 rebounds, 4 assists, 1 block. And honestly, Najee Marshall got whatever he wanted, whenever he wanted. He was hitting three-pointers. He was scoring at the basket. He shoots free throws. He pushes the pace. He's strong. He, uh, you know, he's tough as an old boot. And he, he honestly is just going from strength to strength. Every time someone's been out and he's gone into the starting lineup, and even when he's played big minutes off the bench, he has come in and changed the game, and Najee Marshall this year has been at another level. Uh, you know, remember when we thought about him back with Stan, and we go, this kid's all right, and he earned himself a proper contract off the two-way, um, made Josh Hart expendable, and then he sort of had a down year with Willie Green, and it was like, oh, what do you mean? What's going on here? Well, Najee is a critical piece in our success, and he's he's been great, honestly, and if he was coming up to free agency, we'd have to pay for him because he uh, is going to be uh, sought after the way he plays. Jackson Hayes, 31 minutes. He was actually the leader in point, uh, minutes in this game. Got the start in place of Zion. 15 points, 9 rebounds, 2 assists, 3 blocks. 
he is freakishly athletic. And after the last game where he dominated as well, had had himself a car, I think 21 points, he um, he looked really good. He took that opportunity. And, and the thing about Jackson Hayes is that it's so hard, but when you get to December, after he sat for so long, he always seems to just turn it on. It's like, all right, well, I better start playing now. You know, he, the cold weather is making him feel good. Um, and he starts performing at a different level. And it's unfortunate that he can't do that consistently. You know, that's always been the knock on him is this consistency with Jackson. But what we did see was those flashes of sheer athleticism, a two-handed block off the backboard, uh, which was unreal. He was lob uh, catching lobs. He uh, did this, like, up-and-under layup that was incredible at one point. Um, under the basket and blocking everything, moving his feet on defense. He can guard perimeter defenders. And if you could just get him to do it all the time, you know, you found yourself this absolute athletic specimen, but it's just unlocking him 100%. Uh, and I don't know whether or not that'll happen. He's up for a contract at the end of the year and I just don't know what happens with him and, and where he ends up. But, you know, I, I liked what he did, and he contributed a, a a great amount in this game. I thought he was really, really good. And the last two games, actually, he was, he's been really good. Uh, JV, 28 minutes, 20 points, 12 rebounds, 5 assists, 1 steal, 1 block, 10 of 18 shooting. He also reached his 300th career double-double, which is only the 88th player to do that in NBA history. So just let that sink in. That of 300, In 300 of his games over his, I don't know how many years he's been in, eight, nine years, you know, he's got 300 double-doubles. That's crazy. And the points, rebounds, double-doubles. Uh, and one of 88 players ever to do it and so when you've got a talent like that and you actually use him and put him in positions to be successful against favorable matchups you know he can still carry us like what happened last year where we had the injuries he was massive for us and he continues to be again now um so honestly awesome game from Jonas uh he, he was too strong for him he got all of their guys in foul trouble throughout the journey and the ones that they kept putting on him were too small and he just kept out muscling him. Uh, CJ McCollum, 19 points, 7 rebounds, 6 assists, 2 steals, 5 of 14 shooting. And one thing I liked about CJ in this one is that he didn't go shot hunting quite as much as he probably usually does. I thought he really got his teammates involved early. And when you don't look for your own shot first, but you look to create... Your shots then become easier later on because other guys have had to be uh, held accountable. You've made other guys too dangerous. So by getting Najee going, by getting Jackson Hayes going, other players can't sag off them to go to you because they know that you're going to give them the ball. So I really like what uh, CJ did. And, you know, he's still got his 19 points. He's still looking really good. Uh, obviously, 5 of 14 is not what you want to see, but um, 6 of 7 free throws, which... You get to the line, you convert, that's all we can ask. It's good. Uh, Jose got the start as well. Eight points, four rebounds, three assists, three steals, three of 11 shooting. So not a great shooting night from him. But again, pushes it every single time down the floor. He uh, guards 94 feet. And honestly, 
watching him in real life, he is so much faster than what you see on TV. He is just an absolute menace. And honestly, it's it's awesome to watch all of the stuff that he does away from the ball that you may not notice. But if you watch him throughout the game, he is on whoever he's guarding all the time. And I mean, as, a, <laughs> as someone who's played a bit of basketball, it would be absolutely frustrating having someone like that just follow you around just bumping you a little bit all the time, just an irritant, and uh, we love what he brings. He uh, he doesn't back away from anything. Uh, Garrett Temple had 18 minutes. He had himself a rebound, an assist, and a couple of steals. That was very good. Uh, Devontae Graham had 11 points, three rebounds, four assists. Larry Nance, four, four, two, and one steal. Billy Hernan Gomez, seven and seven, a couple of assists and a block. Um, and Kyra Lewis Jr., who had his first basket at the Smoothie King Centre in over 330 days. Uh, he had seven points, one rebound, one assist, and one steal. So, honestly, really great to see that, um, that we continue to win despite who's out there. You know, second in the West now, uh, we're only behind Denver, and when you've got a team that, has the ability to continue to win when so many of their starters are out, well, that's big time. That's so imperative down the stretch because the playoffs are about finding different matchups and different small moves that you can do to get an advantage. Small advantages and responding to other adversities that the other team makes with their adjustments. So having so many different looks and different players that you can put in and mix and match and that you trust... It's going to be big time down the stretch because everyone's going to move back into their normal roles, but they've had the experience of playing in expanded roles. No one's scared at the moment, and I think that's really important when you get into the playoffs and and uh, and you want to be successful long term. So, really good overall. Uh, so, with that being said, we might go to a break. Um, we'll be back after this. We will just have a chat about what happened in the last week when I was away um, and then we'll wrap up and yeah, then I'll speak to you after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome back to the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. Lyle here, reporting from Barone Street in New Orleans. Um, before the break, we discussed the Indiana Pacers game. The great victory by the Pelicans, 20 points in the Smoothie King Center, uh, 113 to, 100, uh, to 93. And 
honestly, just a next man up mentality. Everyone played their role and everyone uh, stepped up and filled the void that Zion and B.I. and Herb and Trey and Dyson all bring. Everyone else just stepped up, played their role and, and executed. And um, really proud of the guys and great to kick off our little holiday with a victory in the Smoothie King Centre. I, I tell you what, that guy Eddie Johnson from the Suns, you know the one that I don't like, he um, he said that there was a sound machine that the Pelicans put into the, into the Smoothie King Centre to make it louder in there. I tell you what, that is the loudest place I've ever been in. I don't know if it's the acoustics or it's just the passion from the fans, but honestly, it was rocking. There's no sound machine, um, or if there is, it's very well obscured. But honestly, the fans and the the um, the passion from everyone was just awesome, and and to see. How passionate everyone is about this team. I mean, it's it's great. It's awesome to be a part of this community and uh, experience uh, the, the fandom with everyone else in the room. You know, that really was, it's been phenomenal. And uh, to share it with Lark as well, you know, if you you see us, she'll be walking around with us as well. Um, you know, that's that's been really awesome to experience that. And she's a rabid Pels fan as well, so no doubt has been enjoying it and enjoyed last night. It uh, it was one for the memories forever, I think. Yeah, it was pretty cool. So, with that being said, the last week before we wrap up, well, we went on a four-game losing streak after the seven-game win streak, and then we responded with a three-game winning streak. So, we had the back-to-back before Christmas, which was Spurs and OKC, um, again, different guys in and out of the lineup, but it, it, it was a bad execution, honestly. We were up 20 points against OKC. Um, we then squandered that, let them back in the game and took them to overtime, which was just so frustrating that we, um, that we had to go all the way to that just to scrap tooth and nail to drag out a three-point victory. Again, at the end of the day, you take those victories, you learn from them, you adjust, and no one looks back at the end of the year and says, well, you know, you won 50 games, but one of those games was in OT against OKC after you squandered a 20-point lead. We don't look back at that. You say that was a 50-win team, you know. Teams that win 60 games may have won them on a buzzer beater, you know. It doesn't matter if you win by one point or you win by 20. You take that little W and you put it in your pile of other Ws. And uh, at the end of the day, they count all those up and that tells you where you are in the playoffs um, or in the standings, you know. And currently we're at 21 and 12 um, at 600, well, 636 is what our uh, percentage is. Um, at home, 14 and 4 away seven and eight we know that we've been worse on the road but you win at home you win the ones you meant to in our division six and one which is great and um you know our point differential is five a plus 5.4 which is oh has to be close to the best in the league i think uh second only to boston and cleveland so second and third to boston and cleveland who are slightly ahead in the points differential but otherwise we're top 10 in offense, we're top 10 in defense, 
Now it's about stringing some wins together and getting some guys healthy. We need to get the team back together and uh, particularly soon because I want to see them live. But um, anyway, I think I might leave it at that. Um, Thanks to everyone that came up to us at the game yesterday and the people that stopped us in the street and the like. It is awesome to meet people and put faces to the names. So if you're out and about uh, and you you see, um, you know, that mustachioed Australian ginger walking around, uh, come up and say hello and uh, yeah, we'll have a chat. And, um, you know, it's, it's always great to talk to other Pels fans and people that listen to the show or... Uh, follow us on Twitter and things like that. It is um, it is really nice and and great to get to know everyone. So keep doing it because it's great to see that people are out there, you know, um, and great to get to know all these people from all over the world. It uh, it is it's wonderful. So with that being said, this has been the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. I'm your host Lyle Swithenbank at Ethos Pelicans on Twitter at Lyle Swithenbank. Check out SportsEthos.com for pretty much every sport. Uh, we got heaps of different things. You got disc golf now, football, baseball, hockey, all that fun stuff. So check it all out as well as all the basketball stuff. Um, SportsEthos.com. Otherwise, stay safe. I'll be at the Minnesota game tomorrow in stadium. So if you see me out and about, we'll come and say hello. We'll have a beer and uh, have a chat. And um, otherwise, stay safe. And of course, bye for now. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done.